The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. You know, often in conversation about looking at the fact that every living thing matters, one of the things that comes up is how in the world can, in the 21st century, people still be dying from hunger every day, knowing that we have more food, more possibilities, more ideas than we could ever use or put to use. Well, you were asking me how, and so today we brought it in at, at total expert in the matter. His name is Philippe Shock Matthews. I love that Philippe Shock Matthews. Um, Philippe, is that because you just shock people into the truth that they need to hear? Because we need to be shocked when it comes to the fact that every three seconds somebody's impacted by hunger, right? Absolutely. Shock does stand for that. It also stands for Seeking Higher Omnipotent Conscious Knowledge. Uh, which basically means that my job, my goal on this planet, uh, in this incarnation is to seek the highest and most purest, uh, information, uh, on how to change my life as well as people's lives. Uh, and that's what really going into shock is all about. And of, and of course, by finding that empirical truth, uh, it does shock your mind. It shocks your brain at the neurobiological level. Well, because the show is called Intentional Spirit, and often when somebody's storytelling, like this is where I started and this is where I wound up, it triggers, it It has a possibility of awakening other people to give them hope to step on out there too and be different so they can be a difference maker. Um since childhood, have you wanted to be a difference maker? Were there defining <laughs> moments in your life that have led you to be who you are today? Give us a little bit of background about that. And, 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 and uh, I, I chuckle because you and I have history. We go back. We're good friends. And uh, as you know, uh, most people don't get into the change agent thought leader business unless they have gone through something uh, that has uh, changed them 
uh, and has uh, moved them into that direction. You know, I don't think anybody really would have ran up to their mother and father, hey, mom, dad, I want to go through so much crap that uh, when I grow up, I want to be a thought leader. Uh, it's, it's usually something that happens to you that uh, turns you into uh, and drives you into really what you're supposed to be doing on this planet, which is helping others. It's a fascinating concept. Uh, I remember watching uh, uh, a clip uh, from Oprah, uh, and the clip was about uh, what what would your life be like or what would your mindset be like, and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. if there were no mistakes, if you lived your life as if there were no mistakes, so that all of the stuff that you have gone through and grown through was there for a purpose uh, and a reason, the most vile and horrific uh, 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 problems, challenges that has happened to you, uh, happened to you for a reason, and that is to help other people. So my childhood, uh, I now realize, looking back, as I'm turning 50 next month, I realize everything that has happened to me, that continues to happen to me for uh, uh, the 50 years that I've been on this planet is a directly, direct reason uh, because it was supposed to happen, because I'm supposed to be doing the work uh, that I'm doing now. It's supposed to be helping uh, the people that I'm helping now. Yeah, I mean, you're so it, it's so right on point that so many people uh, walk through or live in hell in order that they can discover what heaven and, and the level of consciousness can truly be about. I like to call Absolutely. it, it's the big difference between our birth story, which means our parents, our grandparents, where we grew up, where we went to high school, college, blah, blah, is our birth story of how we live as a human, but how we really expand as a spiritual being is understanding our creation story. And those are the events and the tragedies and the things that occur that really shape who we are to be, you know, um, to do our life's work, you know, just, just like, just like you said, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, fascinating. Sometimes you, as you're going through this creation journey, uh, and the process of that, of finding out what your purpose is on this planet and why you're here, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of pain in that. There's a lot of, you know, self-discovery ain't no fun. Uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I want to, you know, I really want to, you know, uh, learn these uh, principles of, 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 of new thought and unity, and I want to really uh, uh, flow and manifest and do all these. Well, guess what? You're asking the universe for you to be a leader <laughs> in, yeah. in your life and a, rep- and a representative uh, for uh, other people's lives. So, as a result of that, you're, you know, Yana Vanzetta told me years ago, she says the best students always get the hardest test, right? So if you are uh, a thought leader like you are a thought leader, Temple, uh, a change agent, uh, and, 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 and I might even go as far as to say as a disruptor of thought, not just a leader of thought, uh, that you had to go through some major challenges uh, and work through them, overcome them, develop principles and processes to do so, uh, which allows you uh, to stand up uh, in whatever uh, media of media medium of media that you, you you're, you're involved in, whether that's at your church or on, on the radio or on a television show, to be able to say, "Hey, this is how you can overcome, uh, and this is how you can get through," because I've been there, I've done it, and guess what? 
I'm still doing some, I'm still going and growing through some stuff. You're not done until you're in the box. That's it. That, you know that, that, that nothing could be further from the truth around that. And I, I remember, um, uh, my literary agent with the new book, which you had me on your show a time or two, and I just love the work that you do. But I remember the literary agent saying, writing the book is the easiest part. And you know how we can be in our positionality and our humanity. I like wanted to argue with a 40 year plus expert. Okay. Like what? Hardest part. <laughs> Don't you understand? Let me tell you my story, you know, blah, blah. But oh my gosh, she was right. Writing the book was the easiest part. Getting them off the shelves is something very different. And that's what, in reference to what you were saying about, you know, the people pursue new thought or they pursue unity or signs of mind or foundations for better living. Learning it is the easiest part. Living Mm -hmm. it, walking it, talking it, not ever sacrificing the principles on a good or bad occasion. That's where... That's why, as far as I'm concerned, we stay in these kind of conversations to keep ourselves fresh and renewed, to hear things in a different way, um, to expand from knowing each other. You know, Absolutely. I know when you and I get on the phone together, we're ready to start a global, you know, protesting movement. Like, let's go, people. <laughs> um, you know, let's go. I mean, a lot of people don't know that um, in the beauty of Audrey Hepburn that that's exactly how her creation story was shaped in that she was a byproduct of the cruelty and the consequences of World War II. And she never forgot that all the time she went hungry, all the time she suffered. And that's why she became a humanitarian and dedicated herself to helping with global hunger. Did you... um, is it the area that you've lived in? Is it from past culture that through many things you've just witnessed um, so much tragedy around people being hungry that you wanted to start the Howl movement? Well, I started the Howl movement because I, my, my, my research uh, in interviewing the most brilliant minds on the planet and, and, and wealth creation, wealth building, and, and, and wealth amassment led me to, uh, and I'm working on this book, led me to realize that poverty, uh, generational poverty, uh, is uh, neurobiological. Uh, and that moved me into the study of epigenetics and, and bringing on some of the best uh, minds uh, dealing with epigenetics as it relates to poverty. Most uh, epigeneticists uh, deal with um, the the lineage of, of of how food and and how you know three generations ago um, your family members your mother father you know cousins brothers sisters were eating and what have you but what we realize is that epigenetics deals with the environment that you uh, and your three generations ago uh, how they lived and what we now understand about poverty and 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 poverty and hunger can be uh, kind of interchange, but there's different aspects of that. But uh, in, in order to, to look at hunger, hunger is a symptom. It's, a, it's the after effect of what happens when the brain accepts uh, poverty as normal, and then it's passed on intergenerationally. So the How movement is dedicated to eliminating 
generational poverty at the neurobiological level, as well as illiteracy, because these are things that I was born into. And I look at my life and say, well, why do I have a resistance uh, to uh, health and wealth? Why is it that no matter what, how much praying I was doing at the time or affirmations and denials or uh, treatments I was doing, nothing was working. So something had to be uh, rewriting and overarching my DNA, and that was when I started to realize the power of epigenetics. Epigenetics doesn't matter how many times you go and, and, and do treatments or, 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 or do affirmations. Epigenetics, it doesn't matter how many times you uh, go to church or how much you tithe. If you have an epigenetic propensity for uh, repeating the poverty mindset of your generation previously, then you're just a hamster on the wheel. And you're not going to uh, – it's going to take the DNA and say, well, even though this is great information and even though this is positive, the epigenetics is going to turn that DNA off. That's what epigenetics does. It's above the DNA. It's above genetics. It tells the DNA what it's going to do or what you can't do or can do. And as a result, is you're a hamster on the wheel. You keep running or you're on the treadmill. You keep running, but you're standing still. And so once I realized that this – poverty thing uh, 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 and wealth thing was uh, genetics as well as theological, psychological, and spiritual, which is what most people, uh, most people master. But there are some people that have an aversion, uh, a deeper aversion or affliction uh, that stems from their generational uh, uh, patterns uh, of, of pain, uh, plight, and poverty. Uh, as a result, those epigenetic tags, as, they, as they're known, uh, latches on and leeches on to your potential and arrests your development um, before you're even cognizant or aware of it, and it affects your relationships, who you choose as, as your partner. It affects, then you, will, you, you subsequently will be affected as a result of the type of uh, career or jobs that you uh, go after. Uh, it affects every aspect of your life. So that's one of the, long story short, that's one of the reasons why I developed the How Movement is to be able to do the research that's deeper than just the theological, psychological, and spiritual, because there are folks that do that already and do it exceptionally well. I really wanted to deal with the neurobiological aspects of this and the genetic aspects of uh, how do you eliminate uh, poverty from the brain uh, and from the generation previous that then subsequently will affect the next three generations moving forward. I want to re- tell everyone you can go to the How Movement, so howmovement.org. You can get on board with this incredible movement, learn more. Um, you also, um, I wanted to share a little bit about Philippe Matthews because he is a mover and a shaker. He does radio, TV, and a blog show. He has over 750,000 collective listeners, viewers, and readers worldwide. He has been referred to as the Oprah of Internet uh, by the Chicken Soup for the Soul co-author, Mark Victor Hansen. He is on fire uh, being a change agent and changing the world um, one person at a time. I love your website, 
you're connected to some mega people that are, you've got the science down that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just gather a group of people that are already, you know, movers and shakers and you join them on your team. So I'm really thrilled with the work that you're doing. When we come back, we're going to ask him specifically some of the questions that are pertinent to the how movement, how we can get further involved and look at it from that angle. I want to thank all of you for you being part of the intentional spirit. If you love these kind of conversations, you can listen to us on First Unity Spiritual Campus on YouTube. We have active conversations going on there all the time. And you can visit my website at templehaze.com. We'll be right back after this short break. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes.
And welcome back, everyone. And Philippe Matthews, he, as I said earlier, he is the executive director of the HowMovement.org, 501c3. He's dedicated to making a difference on the planet with hunger and lack and all of those essence that prevent uh, individuals and tribes and whatever that looks like from really stepping into their great potential. He also, one of the things I want to highlight, because I know a lot of our listeners are educators, they're college professors, they are bankers, etc. He's an internet marketing technologist and CEO of myinternetmarketingexpert.net. So he's got a lot going on. And that's why they always say if you want to get something done in life or know a difference maker, find a person that's already busy because they're the ones (laughs) that are, you know, making the difference. Right, Philippe? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, my my goal literally on this planet is to uh, gain as much uh, research and development in this uh, understanding of the neurobiological component of, of poverty and illiteracy. Uh, and how then it is acted out um, as as a system, as a as a family, as a society, uh, and uh, understanding that financial struggle uh, uh, is genetic uh, now and not just environmental, uh, which is fascinating to me because there are people who are living paycheck to paycheck that. Uh, that's all they've ever known. And as a result, this is how they live their life. Well, I'm working on a book right now, and, and my research has led to, to understand that poverty is not even a natural occurrence in nature. It is not natural uh, to have any levels of financial struggle or poverty uh, moving from, oh, as, they, as, as my mother used to say, uh, Robin Peter to pay Paul. None of that is normal. And as a result, now it looks normal because it might be the way you were raised or lived or, you know, uh, people who live that way or you might be in a community that lives that way. But that's part of the problem and where the epigenetics comes in and that we all understand, of course, being unity people and intentional people, we understand like minds attract like minds. Well, if, if, if everyone is in a poverty state, poverty mindset, poverty consciousness, neurobiologically, then everybody in that group starts to congregate together and start to think that the symptoms um, uh, are uh, the actual problem, and when it actually is not uh, the symptoms, it's, it's the neurobiology of that and how to begin to remove that. So I started asking the question, how the hell do you remove it? <laughs> so how do I change this thing? Uh, now that I understand it, uh, so I had a conversation with Dr. Luann Brizendine, uh, who is one of the advisors of the How Movement, and uh, she wrote two best-selling books. Have been on Oprah. One was to call the male brain, and the other is female brain. Uh, and she uh, does this incredible work and research on, on uh, you know, hormones of the brain and, and, and the biology, the neurobiology of the brain. And so I asked her. I said, Doc, what's going on here with epigenetics? How do we begin to uh, change? a neurobiological process that uh, we're living three generations ago. And she simply said, you have to bombard the cells uh, of your brain with a new experience every single day. Uh, And what that means is is that, uh, and we've heard this before, but 
you know, the, the six day, the every six days or seven day routine is not enough. You have to do something every single day that uh, is reprogramming and, if you will, repositioning your brain uh, to remove uh, the old tags uh, that are no longer serving you, the epigenetic tags that are no longer serving you, and then create the new tags uh, of, of epigenetics that will serve you and then serve your, gener- serve your generation three generations from now. So I basically said, huh, all right, so I developed, so I looked at, you know, what, what do I have to contribute? What do I have to offer in terms of research and development uh, to help people uh, reshape, reconstitute their minds uh, at the genetic level, at the, at, the, at the neurobiological level? And so I developed a four-day crash course. It's actually five, but I just have four days on there because I haven't changed the darn four yet. Um, <laughs> it's actually a four, it's a four-day crash course. It's free uh, that you can go and you can download on really what epigenetics is and how the DNA is affected as a result of uh, being exposed uh, to financial struggle, uh, lack or, and limitation uh, of any kind throughout your, your, your life. And then I also developed uh, a, a year-long course uh, that uh, gives you 52 weeks uh, of the best and most brilliant minds that I've had um, uh, interaction with uh, and interviews with over the last 20 years. And I give you daily steps. Uh, so it's really 365 days. The content is dripped out to you each week. And it teaches you how to reinvent your personal history, remove the old tags, epigenetic tags, create new ones. Uh, and it basically costs a cup of, less than a cup of coffee, uh, would per month. I think it's like six ninety five or so, six dollars and ninety five cents a month. And because I wanted it to be available to the people who m- need it the most. And unfortunately, as you know, a lot of the people who need this information the most are the people who can't afford to go to, you know, a thousand dollar seminar, uh, or, or, uh, you know, an eight hundred dollar webinar. So I wanted to put it in a, price point that everybody could uh, afford to do uh, that would reinvent their personal histories. I love it. It's, it's so powerful. Um, And in the, in the course, is it, is it giving specifics of addition to what people do daily and the way to change this patterning? And I love that you're addressing that because, um, we're kind of so much part of the self-help generation of people mm-hmm. that really want to do better, but so many people that no matter what can't seem to do better. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with you that, you know, there's so much more than just change your thinking and your life will change. You know, that's a part of it. It's, it's a window of it, but there's too many people working to change their thinking that their lives aren't changing so much. Are they changed for a short window or a short chapter or they might get a raise, but then they turn around and have to spend it all on their car. So they kind of start out, they may be different, but yet their experience isn't different. You know what I mean? That's brilliant. That's a brilliant observation. You, You have to look at trial, tribulation, challenges, financial struggle, all, lack of limitation, all of these things have to be looked upon as a Trojan virus in your computer. And what does that mean? It means that when you uh, shed light uh, on a virus, a Trojan virus, like, you know, you put in, you know, a, 
uh, Norton or, or Vera or whatever an antivirus program is on your computer. And it searches for this Trojan. Now, Trojans are fascinating creatures because they move. It's not something that once you locate it, like you just said, you know, you, you, you work on your finances and then your relationship goes sour. You go and work on your relationship and then all of a sudden you, you, you uh, start gaining weight and get fat. I mean, it just goes on and on and on because it's moving. In the, those are the epigenetic tags that are moving, that are trying to maintain homeostasis. The brain is a fascinating thing. Uh, when we understand that when you go home tonight, or you might be there uh, now, uh, that when you wake up or you go home, you want the garage exactly where you left it. If you go home and the garage is gone, there's going to be a trigger in your brain that says, something is out of alignment in my reality right now, and I need to get my garage back. Well, guess what? Your problems, your challenges, your situations, your circumstances have an epigenetic tag uh, and, and presence in your brain that is called a reality. And you might think that you don't want uh, these problems, challenges, and situations, but you have accepted blindly these situations and, and, and problems and challenges, and your brain literally fights to keep that Trojan in your life. So that's why you have to bombard the cells through repetition bombardment on a daily basis to overwrite the code and overpower the Trojan that's in your mind. That's one of the missing components to a lot of the self-help systems, is that they're, actually all of them work, to be honest with you. The problem is, is that there's not a level of consistency that you're using with it. The brain remembers and stores it, and it stores it as actionable entertainment as opposed to an actual new reality or lifestyle, uh, and not getting too esoteric, but a concentric sphere shift where that you are in a new reality that the old reality no longer serves you. So this is the hamster on the wheel process that we as uh, 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 people in unity, people in metaphysics go through, even at the ministerial level or at the doctoral level. There are so many ministers and, and doctors of metaphysics that are struggling just as much, if not more so, than the congregants in which they speak to every week. The problem is, is that it's a neurobiological problem, not just a problem with the theology or the psychology or the or the spirituality. And your program is offered on howmovement.org? Yes, it is. Or epigenetics of poverty. I know that's a, a, a mouthful, but epi, you know, EPI and then genetics, uh, uh, you know, uh, G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S, epigenetics of poverty.com, and that will take you right there. And... All of the information is there. Some great videos there, resources uh, that you can uh, look at. And what's going to happen is you're going to have an aha moment. Uh, it's just truth recognizes itself. Sometimes you can't put it into words, but you you'll say, "Yep, that's it. That's truth. This is exactly what I've been looking for. What I need and what I, I completely understand." What is the type of feedback that you've been getting from people that are involving themselves in this program? The aha moments. Um, you know, it's kind of like when, uh, and you, you have this every week, uh, or, and, and probably every, uh, throughout the day, every <laughs> oh, time you speak. 
You don't have, well, no, you have people when you talk, when Temple Hayes, I mean, we're getting ready to do a, a four-part series with you called Lessons from the Temple. Uh, that's going to be completely life-changing, right? This, it, so you can't get higher than a temple, you know, so it's going to be Lessons from the Temple. So uh, uh, I know this for a fact that the people who listen to you, who watch you, who have the, uh, uh, who are so blessed to be able to see you every week live uh, at, uh, in your ministry is, that they are they're sitting there like the bobbleheads. Every time you open your mouth, all they're doing is nodding their head. Yes, that's right. That's correct, Temple. That's exactly right. So that's the kind of experience that people get from uh, how movie because it's the same experience that you get when you're in front of, you know, a master like Temple uh, and learning those lessons. Uh, and what's great about changing uh, the epigenetic tags is all of the self-help stuff that you have amassed over 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, all of a sudden just completely starts to work because you've removed the epigenetic tags that are turning off the DNA that, was try- that you were trying to activate in your life in the first place. Mm, I love it. That's the power of this. That's what, that's, all of it works. So, so, you could, some people I know have sat, and I, I did this experiment uh, one time in, in a church in Sacramento. I, I said, okay, I'm, if, I, if I have the opportunity of coming back five years from now uh, and, and, and stand before you, I would hope that you do not have the same problems and challenges uh, that, that you have today. Went back five years later, sure enough, they had the same problems, same challenges, same issues, same story. Why? Because those epigenetic tags, it wasn't that they didn't pray enough. It wasn't that they didn't tithe enough. It wasn't that they didn't study enough. It wasn't that they didn't take enough classes. They did all of the right things. Uh, It was their DNA, the tags of their epigenetics that were turned off to the information so it could not get activated as actionable in the brain or the neocortex. That's the issue. Mm. And for people that are fully engaged, and very committed, are they able to transcend to the next level? Yeah, they're able to transcend. Some of them, absolutely. We look at it all the time, but we have to understand that the brain, um, and you and I have had these conversations when we talk about traditional new thought versus progressive new thought. Um, you know, I come from the school of Reverend Dr. Johnny, the late Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman and, and uh, 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 Reverend Dr. Helen Carey, my spiritual mothers, uh, and Helen Carey is still with us. But coming from Chicago, being introduced to that that mindset at age ten in Chicago, I'm, as I say, I'm fifty. I'll be turning fifty, so for forty years, um, and then being exposed to UFBL, Universal Foundations for Better Living, that uh, after a certain period of time, even with Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, you you have to evolve. The, the metaphysical principles of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, fantastic, incredible, especially for that first five years. After about that, and you keep doing it and doing it, the brain says, okay, I need a little bit more. I'm going to challenge you a little bit more, and life is going to challenge you a little bit more because you need more concentric sphere shifting. You need to move to another reality so you can evolve because that's what this work is about. It's about evolution. So if Charles yes. and Myrtle Fillmore were alive today, they would be – the quantum physicists, they would be the astrophysicists, they would be the people who are pushing the envelope well beyond uh, what we have seen, even, you know, with our, our beautiful masters of today, you know, Deepak Chopra, the late Wayne Dyer, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, you, but, but this is a daily 
discipline. This is not something you do every seven days. Every seven days you go and celebrate what you have done for the, for the week <laughs> previous and what you're going to do the week prior to. But this is a daily practice. It's a lifestyle. It's like working out. You know how you always hear people say, well, and we're coming to the you know, beginning of the year uh, with New Year's resolutions and all that, and it's not something that you do as you had alluded to earlier, and that is, you know, I'm going to uh, uh, try to uh, get some money so I can pay for the card note or something like that, or I'm going to try to just fit in the dress. No, 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 no. No, you have to live in the dress. It's a daily <laughs> discipline. <laughs> You got to live in that dress. And, and you do not want to see me in a dress. Trust me on that. You do not want to see that <laughs> at all. And you will never see that on Facebook unless I have been uh, completely knocked out and taken over by Ken Peel or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. But, you know, and being honest, it's just it's a daily <laughs> discipline. It's not something that you uh, do for a little bit and then kind of look and say, well, I did it for 30 days and nothing happened. No, it's nothing going to happen because the brain didn't store it. Uh, as it, it, The brain knew. It said, oh, you're going to only do this for 30 days. Well, I'm just going to store this as an event, not as an experience or a life experience. Well, and that's why, you know, often we, we say to people, if you're doing the same things consistently and you're not getting results, really call in, evoke, pray something new in. You know, that can really work from a different level because obviously if it hasn't, you, you know, like we say in metaphysics or when somebody walks into unity or science of mind or uh, foundations of better living, the peak is that immediately people change a lot in that first curve. And then things kind of plateau. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. then and then what? And if the what isn't becoming bigger and more expanded over time, um, it well warrants an individual pursuing a new way, a new practice, looking for different practices. <coughs> so if you are one of those people and that would be the story you're telling today, go to howmovement.org so you can – participate in this course and actually learn how to move past change your thinking change your life but changing your energy so your life will change that vibratory field the genetics and all the other things that are part of that level of attraction it takes a whole lot more than just a magnet to have difference happen in your life that's for sure well we are having Absolutely. a wonderful conversation with philippe matthews go to howmovement.org i want to thank all of you for your ongoing contributions to unity online radio it's because of you that we're able to be featured in countries all over the world and in those moments that you aren't contributing you do contribute by posting all of our information on facebook and social media we greatly appreciate you we'll be right back after this short break he's the most talked about figure in history how do you see jesus as a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program, 
that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. We're here with Philippe Matthews, who has conversations with some of the leading-edge people on the planet today. He spent a lot of time with Stedman Graham, uh, other global and world leaders, Mark Victor Hansen. He's committed to making change in the way that we view life, in the way that we expand beyond poverty, and to a consciousness of that, as he said early on in our show, it's not natural, it's not nature to be without. That's not how nature works. We have more than enough. Um, Philippe, talk to us a little bit about the brain and and how it functions and and what we know now that even just a few years ago we weren't aware of. Sure. Well, you know, one of the things, of course, we all know is that the brain is has a plasticity. It's malleable. It means that it doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100 years old. You can make a change, significant change in your brain and subsequently uh, in your uh, using your mind. Now, when we look at the mind, we have to kind of look at this. The mind is like the software, but the brain is the hardware. So imagine what happens is, and of course everybody has this, that everybody gets updates that, uh, you know, your software needs to be updated. Oh, and sometimes you just set it for automatic updates. Wouldn't that be nice? That we just set it for automatic <laughs> updates, and then the neurobiological aspect of us automatically updates as well. But what happens when we don't update? I remember having a minister actually call me up and said, Philippe, my computer has crashed. I said, well, when, did, when was the last time you, you uh, update, uh, you know, uh, clicked on and updated the software? Uh, never. Well, how long have you had the computer? About five years. Well, I might do it. So the reason <laughs> is, is that we, <laughs> the reason is, is that if we're not doing something constantly, using our minds, training our minds, and fine tuning our minds, because that's what an update is, to do that on a regular, disciplined basis. Well, the hardware is going to crash. Now, the brain is fascinating. Brain is basically a memorial capacity of of, of that's that's almost infinite. We understand the Akashic Records. We understand, you know, the quantum field. We understand zero-point energy and 
all of these wonderful words that basically means that we can download information instantaneously using just our thoughts and intention, calling it out. And the Internet represents the physical manifestation of what we're able to do consciously. We're able to just go surface something, bam, it comes back, you know, pressed down, shaken together and delivered, right? So <laughs> the power of that is that we take for granted the power that we have to download and to change our minds and then subsequently change our brains, which then changes the DNA. We are geneticists. We are able to change our genetics and change the path of our evolution and affect the generations to come, three generations uh, uh, in the future. Now, when we also talk about this process of changing generations using our brains, uh, it's not just your kids or your kids' kids. It's anyone who comes in contact with you. Mm. So, so you have to understand the power of that because epigenetics is about environmental training. So Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman says your life may be the only Bible that somebody else reads. Right. So as you are living and as you are learning your truth, you are then living your truth. And as you live your truth, you take action on your truth, and you share that truth with everyone that is around you. You don't have to go out and tell anybody about what you're doing and what you're up to, they'll see it. They'll experience it. They'll feel it. They'll see it. You, you, if, if, if you're online, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, if you're on the phone, wherever you're at, you're going to resonate that out. But the, the work is, is that you are downloading and updating your mental software continuously so that your hardware works appropriately to evolve you as a metaphysician, as a species uh, of thought. And that's what we're here to do. And that's, what the, that's the power uh, of the brain and not taking for granted. You know, so you can go to the How Movement and you can uh, donate, you know, whatever you want to donate. But I, I stress to people listening to this, when you go to, if you are blessed to have a church home, when uh, there is a, a, a lesson sermon or there's a speaker or someone who really, really blessed you with great quality information, you do not train the brain giving a $5 tithe because what you're doing is, is that you're giving, you're saying that this information to the brain is only worth $5 or $10 or $20 or whatever the tithe is that you're giving. And as a result, it ain't going to work because the brain doesn't connect it to a value. And this is what people continuously do every seven days, and it's really problematic for me. And I try to shake people sometimes and say, look, if, uh, you know, like Les Brown, one of the greatest speakers of all time, Temple Hayes, if somebody like that comes to you uh, to teach you, uh, if you were going to university uh, or you, were, you, you had to pay uh, uh, tuition to a university to learn from the most brilliant minds in the world every week, what would you do? What would that look like? And, 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 and so you have done that. Many people have done that, and there's a price to pay. And then guess what? You use that information, don't you? Why? Because it now has a value associated in the brain. But we have uh, conditioned ourselves, unfortunately, to uh, get or seek this incredible information from incredible minds and scientists of mind. Uh, for, you know, a mere tithe uh, or, or a nod or a hand over the donation uh, a, 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 a bucket. And 
you have to look at it as you are in school and you're paying for tuition. This is not a gift. This is your, a paying for your education of life for your updated software to work. And, and that's really one of the things that I think is very important for people to understand and get. Yeah, I mean, people don't understand that, you know, you don't just go to get your hair done and pay to get your hair done. Based upon, in my experience, the way that I tip the person that does my hair, which extends beyond the services rendered, my well-being is so much more important to that person because I am putting a value on it. And and for too long, those of us that are in sp- spiritual leadership or teaching roles, we've ac- we've accepted way too many $2 tips. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not okay. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt. We, we're all guilty of it. And and the problem is, is that the brain stores then the information that you give or that speaker or that trainer gives, the brain stores it as spiritual entertainment. Yeah. Spiritual entertainment. And guess what you do? You go and say, oh, yeah, Pastor Temple or Pastor Brown or Pastor whoever. Oh, man, it was a great sermon. It was wonderful. They talked about this, that, and the other. You go and tell your friends and family, and you brag about it, and then you go and do the exact same thing that got you there the previous Sunday. Because the brain didn't, the brain did not hold on to it. It hold, held on to it as an as an event, as an entertainment or spiritually motivated event, but not as an experience that's actionable. So you didn't really learn the lesson. You heard the lesson. Yeah, that's, that's a big, big um, difference. I I wrote on Facebook. Think upon it. Priorities. Retail coffee, thirty to forty dollars a week. Fuel for the car, forty to eighty dollars per week. Average student debt loan in America, one trillion dollars. Average medical insurance, three hundred forty-six dollars a month. Motivational seminars with one slot left, guaranteed to change your life, twelve thousand to twenty-five thousand dollars. Your spiritual home for all phases of your life and your children. What value do you place upon it? A learning of positive spirituality, which will change you for the rest of your life, is priceless. Support your spiritual home. Isn't that the truth? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, and you know, and I think that um, you, you know is one of the problems that we're facing today uh, in uh, the soldiers uh, that I consider you being a soldier. I don't, I don't have a church. Don't wish to run one ever. <laughs> I just don't have the fortitude for that. You are the general captain of whatever the highest, the president, whatever the highest level is, that is you. Uh, because I, I can't do it. I might be able to come in every now and again and just say hi, everybody, and do my little thing and go home. But that's about it. But you are in the thick of this every single day. Uh, and that is uh, beyond commendable. And that, you know, I don't, and, and again, I don't want to sound like, uh, uh, you know, you all guys should be like Creflo Dollar trying to get a $65 million plane uh, so you can go over to Africa and do something. I'm not saying that. I'm saying right. that, that, that the brain associates a value monetarily with the information that it is receiving, and as a result of whatever that monetary value is, the brain says, oh, well, this must be important because it might have been painful for me to have to come up with or figure out how to pay for this. And as a result, then it has a value because then you're going to say, well, I've got, the brain will say, I've got to get something out of this. I've got to make this work. And that's the shift 
uh, in using and understanding how to replace these epigenetic tags, uh, that, that in order for those epigenetic tags to shift, you have to shock the mind. You have to put in unequivocal empirical information uh, from the highest source or point that you can find at the time based upon your level of consciousness and what you are able to receive. And then you have to activate that by engaging in that content every single day throughout the day and then uh, put a monetary value on that that uh, places, you, it places your brain in a position that this is important to me and this is how and why I was able to change my life and change the traje- trajectory of my evolution and subsequently the evolution of my, fa- my family and, and those that are associated with me. Well, Philippe, I'm so grateful to the work that you're doing in the world. It's just been so great knowing you and becoming your friend and, and being one of your, your fans, uh, literally and, and all the ways that matter. And I just empower you and, and say with a great big thank you across the sky. Uh, just very grateful to the commitment that you're making to end lack and poverty on our planet today. Um, Please go to howmovement.org and get on board, learn more, take this course, ask yourself right now, based upon the way that my life is right now, what would I have to gain by taking a wonderful course that has the potential to taking me to an entirely different level of my life, my children, my grandchildren, and many generations to come. Thank you for being on the show today. God bless you. Thank you, my dear. I love you, and and I can't wait to have you on. Thank you for the work that you are doing, have done. Thank you for the journey that you have had to go through and grow through to be literally uh, the temple of so many lives. Oh, thank you, my dear. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Inspiration only takes a moment. Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard shares this from his book, Good Questions. We are here to learn, grow, experience, savor, exalt, cherish, create, and to use our connection with that mind to make safe decisions. We are here to share, to be fruitful, and to multiply the good over and over again. Centering on the divine within, we become still and realize that whatever happens, we are still one with God. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. 
Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.